Hey guys, welcome back to ReCenter. Uh, my name is Zach. I'm the community pastor at Center Church, and I'm here with Mark, uh, the lead pastor here at Center Church, and we are unpacking the heart behind our family commitment to family membership here at Center Church. Again, just want to emphasize, if you're listening, this is not the pathway. This is the heart behind the pathway. We break down each commitment, and we talk about why Jesus wants us to do this and why we're committing to be this for each other. Um, and so today, we're going to talk about what it means to care like Jesus. So Mark, that could mean anything, but could you unpack what it is uh, that we're asking for commitment and then also kind of the heart behind it? Yeah, I, I think what what is kind of, well, first off, the good, right? So here, here's the beautiful invitation. Um, ultimately, God doesn't just save us as individuals. God saves us into his family. And the beauty of heaven is that we're not just going to be strolling through heaven alone, enjoying glory. We will be enjoying God together with, with uh, among his family. And so uh, also, though, I mean, in this life, in, in the church, God is saving us into among his people. And so ultimately, the invitation that we have is to uh, be cared for by God through his people. And we have been so pressed in the mold of kind of American individualism, where we just kind of, we don't even realize it. It's just the air we breathe, the water we swim in. We are all trained to think at the subconscious level that essentially I've got this, or I'm better off on my own, or if I open up, they'll hurt me or whatever that. And and a lot of that is understandable. A lot of us have been burned or hurt by someone. So like that, there, I'm not saying there's no reason for that, but we are often trained to just go it alone, yeah. essentially. And uh, that doesn't lead to the good life in, in terms of following Jesus. That's yeah. not how he's designed it. Yeah, as I think about uh, the invitation challenge, which we'll talk about the verbiage in in the uh, commitment in a little, but I think about like Jesus cared for those who no one else did, yeah. right? Yeah. But he also cared for those who were with him doing it. Like the way mm -hmm. he cared is like he brought those people, his disciples with him, mm -hmm. his family with him as he went into the brokenness in the world to bring healing. And so in that way, he's inviting them to see the kingdom of heaven coming yeah. to earth, right? Yep. Yep. And that challenges what they currently think life should be lived for. Right. So in it, he's inviting them to come with into something special, right? That's what he does for all of us. And then in that, he challenges us and forms us to be more like him in his kingdom, to live those things out. So if we're to care like Jesus, it means that we have to lean into the brokenness in the world. Because um, I know sometimes the temptation in church or Christian culture is like, we put up walls to keep ourselves pure, quote unquote. Yep. Yeah, you know, like we got to protect our kids and and those things are wise. We do need to have wisdom in that. But at the same time, Jesus was hanging out with people that were accused of like being drunkards. He mm -hmm. was hanging out with demon possessed people. Mm -hmm. Jesus put himself around messiness, right? Yeah. And in that messiness, he brought order. And in that brokenness, he brought healing. Yep. And like, that's the beauty of, of caring like Jesus is that we get to follow Jesus into some pretty messed up situations yeah. and we get to invite people into healing. And at times uh, when Jesus invites them in, then we have to challenge the ways that they're still twisted by the world yep. and say, hey, listen, we love you. Jesus loves you. This thing though that you continue to walk in is broken and sinful mm. and it's hurting you. Yeah. And so I'm challenging you because I care for you yep. to say that's not Jesus's way and it's not the best for you. Yeah. But the invitation in was the loving, caring thing that Jesus says yep. too. So it's like a double-sided coin of Jesus care is yeah. always inviting, always drawing you in yeah. and beautiful. And then it does also challenge, but that too is beautiful. It's just hard for some people to receive challenge, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, and that's the truth. I mean, like this commitment, even the more we talk about it, the more someone's going to see this isn't an invitation to comfort. Like, right. No. Caring like Jesus is guaranteed going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, both for us as other people care for us and, right. and help us see whatever's out of whack in our lives. But 
as we care for the mess, as we serve others, as we step into brokenness, it's it's never really going to feel good right. to, to do this. Yeah. But it's needed. And I think this is where some of Paul's language about like athleticism and like working out and like exercising out our faith. Like as an athlete, we know that when we are in a routine and we're comfortable, we're not growing. We're not yeah. getting better. Like when we're knocked out of equilibrium, when things are rough and challenging, we know that we're growing. We're getting mm-hmm. better, right? And so that's kind of like when we care like Jesus, like you said, it's yeah. not going to be comfortable. It shouldn't no. be comfortable. If it gets comfortable, yeah. something's wrong. Right. Like you're not really leaning into it. So to care like Jesus, it's going to be uncomfortable. That's good to know. Um, and that also can become something that we get excited about. Like, mm-hmm. this is hard. Yeah. This is pushing me to more dependence on Jesus. That's a good thing. Yep. This is also pointing out in me where I easily get angry or frustrated or pointing out the ways that I need to become more like Jesus. That's a good thing. Like, mm-hmm. these are all good things that we just have to learn. Uh, like someone who goes and works out and there's the good sore after the right. workout. Right. We got to lean in as a community to say, I want to be in community in a way that's uncomfortable, but it's mm. the good uncomfortable. Yeah. It's the all, we're all being cared for, loved, and becoming more like Jesus uncomfortable mm. uh, to where we actually celebrate culture of care like Jesus, like, you know, we're okay with it because it's done for our benefit, not to hurt us. Mm. So let me go ahead and read it then. Read it. Uh, Read it. (laughs) Read it. Bring it. (laughs) The 10th commitment uh, in the relational commitment section of family membership is this. Care like Jesus. Knowing our potential to stray, we confess our need for others to hold us accountable to a biblically faithful life. I will help build a culture of high invitation and challenge so that we continue growing towards a Christ-centered life as outlined in the culture of care statement. Mm. And so that, that first line there about basically knowing our potential to stray, we confess our need for others to hold us accountable to a biblically faithful life. We, we put that idea right on the table up front, and that's not normally how human nature trains us to think, right? Like, we we tend to uh, get defensive. Yeah. We tend to push back. We tend to think, how dare they type thoughts. Right. Um, and and what, what the New Testament is so abundantly clear on is in the life of the church, there needs to be exhorting, challenging, accountability-type conversations. Yep. Now, not with everybody. Right? This doesn't mean anybody and everybody at the church is coming up to you. Like that, That's not what this is at all. Um, but to, to kind of hold your feet to the fire, those who are listening, if there's not two or three or five people who know you well enough, who can call you to be accountable for your life, then that, mm. that's not really safe for you. That, right. That's not healthy. Um, we, we all have the potential to stray in different areas. And this is, and this is what we want to be clear on, that um, this will protect you. This yeah. will protect me. It will be care. It, exactly. It will be care. This isn't like bad. Th- right. This is uncomfortable, but like this is actually the way God cares for us. Yeah. It's through the church as people lead us back to faithfulness, to scripture. Yeah. I love it. I love the, the care like Jesus and because that word care doesn't feel like this, hmm. but when we start seeing how Jesus cares, it is this, and we yeah. want this to be real. Like those close friends are the ones who can call you out, Yep. right? And you know, like to be able to know, because I think where it gets in the way is when someone corrects me, I don't know their motivation, right? Mm, yeah. I don't I don't trust them. I don't know their motivation. Yep. Um, they're just trying to prove they're right. All these things get in the way of that. But if we can be in a community like Jesus, where we trust people are trying to help us be shaped like Jesus, yep. then suddenly... We can we can hear that with a humble heart. Like yeah. I think you have to start with that recognition, though, which is the first part. I know my potential to stray. Mm-hmm. If someone's walking into this thinking that they already have the answers, yeah, and they don't have humility, yeah, then they are not going to be able to be cared for, yep. and they're going to be pretty abusive when they're caring for others. Yep. And so we all need to come into this with the humility to say Jesus is right, and I'm learning to be like Him. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah, that's good. And um, yeah, so this is, I, I guess, what we, we want to just clarify further is that um, oftentimes, like in our personal prayer times, we'll say, God, help me to love you more. God, help me to overcome this sin. God, help me to grow in this area. We might not like it, but oftentimes, one of the main tools God uses is <laughs> his people yeah. to sanctify and mature and bring to light yeah. sin or struggles in our life. And so, you know, in our culture, oftentimes, we have warped the idea of love to uh, you only love me if you affirm me, right? Right, and and we have the idea of um, to love someone means to celebrate and affirm everything about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for anybody who has seen a parent-child relationship, you know that love does not mean merely affirming them in everything right. that, that they think, and that love ultimately is leading them to what is good for them, not simply affirming them in whatever yeah. area. And so that that might be in my life materialism or something else, but. Uh, caring for someone does not simply mean saying nice things. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is why I'm thankful for just the the structure of this church and just the elders. Man, there, there's there's uh, others who call me out on things and challenge me and and uh, don't just affirm me. Yeah. They say, "Hey, Mark, this is a concern yeah. um, that we've seen in your life." And and ultimately, we comfortable Americans need to hear that that caring is not just affirming. Yep. And so as I think about this personally, like Mark just said, um, he he gets that from the elders. We need people in our lives that are going to do that for us. Um, but I want to just draw a quick tension before we wrap this up that some of us are going to err on the side of challenge. We like to challenge a lot. Yeah. Like, I just want to always challenge everything. Yep. Uh, I'm not saying that about me, obviously. Um, and <laughs> obviously. Some, some of us err on the side of invitation where we're like, I just want everyone to be happy and yep. want to be here and yeah. like feel loved and affirmed. And like, this is the tension. There's always a tension with Jesus. This is the tension here yep. is that we need to be both inviting people into a comfortable, mm. not comfortable, a welcoming and loving yeah. space. But one that is also going to challenge when false is there. Yeah. Challenge when selfishness and sin is present, right? Yep. So we're both, when you say care like Jesus, we're committing to give this type of care, but we're also committing to receive this type of care. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Yeah. So this is not like a blank check, you know, for you just to go around calling people out for this, that, or the other thing. You know, right. this is we we don't just commit to do this to love other people. We we will receive it yes. as well. Yes. But even I just love what you were developing there about like uh ultimately care like Jesus, this this will make everybody uncomfortable one way or another. Right. For those of us who are more wired towards the truth side of the right. spectrum, like I just tell it like it is, I, yeah. I say the truth. Well, sometimes you can be a jerk. Not yeah. you, Zach Whitfield. No, you wouldn't be talking <laughs> yeah. to me. Of course not. <laughs> the truth person who's <laughs> listening. Uh, sometimes you might kind of be a jerk just saying it like it is. And All you, the time. You need to learn to care like Jesus and bring grace right. and humility and gentleness as well. But also care like Jesus. There's those of us who we're maybe not the truth people. We're more the grace people, quote unquote. Yep. And we want to encourage and love and, and make people feel comfortable. You probably need to sh- tell the truth more often. Yeah. You need to ha- say the hard thing, not yeah. just the loving, kind, warm thing. So this is going to take a little bit of discernment to know when yep. we need to do invitation, when we need to do challenge. Yep. But knowing that every single person that commits this is going to receive and give both of those. Absolutely. Yep. Awesome. All right, guys, let's commit to care like Jesus. Let's figure it out together in community. And let's approach it with humility and uh, let's go after it as we commit as a family here at Center Church. We love you guys and we will catch you guys next episode as we unpack what is a culture of care commitment and we look at that in depth. All right, have a good day. Bye.